NBA Australia, how are you going here again? You're right. I hope so. This is NBA Australia. I am your host. James Clemens, another year older, another year wars. That's what I am. Uh, still recovering, actually, from my birthday. I'll tell you that much. I'm the editor of uh, CodeBet. That's a good website. Go check it out. But uh, you might have also seen this podcasting mug of mine. Why do you get it? Jim's ugly. Uh, on Fox Sports Lab NBA or in the paper every single day all the way around this wide brown land of ours. Here in Larry Armour Studios, trying to keep it down a little bit. I just put the second squid to bed. Squid dose, as he's called. And uh, the old foot's a bit sore again, so I flared up in a weird spot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I've done to it. Either way, uh, I'm here hanging out really quickly to uh, give you a quick mock draft, wrap up a bit of a, I don't know, zinger. That's right. The extreme zinger meal. He's gone. The extreme zinger meal. To Boston. That's going to be interesting. Smart is off to Memphis. We'll talk about that. There's another trade that saw Denver get into the into the uh, first round. Uh, and I forgot to mention the drama rant suspension last week. Just completely missed it on my notes because I'm a moron. Um, but yeah, we'll go through, I don't know what, the lottery and uh, do some yeah, nows and we'll get out of here because uh, we'll do a live stream as the actual draft's happening tomorrow. <laughs> so why not? Just a quick little, this is what's going to happen maybe, perhaps, but then it'll just turn out to be absolute chaos. So not much you can do to predict that, I reckon. All right, so some yeah, nows, the unpublished opinion of the day now. Back take us. We were serving up. And Flame Grill take. And that'll be it. So, we'll get out of your hair very quick. Nicely done. 9.52. That's right. Episode 9.52 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better just watch out for the attack of the uh, ingrates there in Boston. You can give them your heart and soul and they'll turn around and fucking cut it right out of your fucking chest, eh, Marcus? Smart. But either way, the supercharged Zingerberger... Supercharged Zingerberger. ...is on his way to Boston. How's the Lativian gangbanger going to go to... Uh, <laughs> Gangbang, yeah. Uh, up there in Beantown, what do you reckon? That's ah, going to be interesting. But either way, we had this one happen today. Some pretty gnarly stuff where the three-teamer that was going to send Malcolm Brogdon, El Presidente, off to uh, the LA Clippers. Uh, the Zinger. The extreme Zinger meal. Up to Boston, and you're going to have a bit of other stuff going. And then it fell apart. It just flat out fell apart. Uh, which is kind of funny. I always like it when that sort of shit happens. It's like, ah, oh, well, we just we got one look at Brogdon's medicals and went, nah, fuck it, bro. We're good. <laughs> uh, the other sort of little bit of news as well. Chris Middleton's declined his forty million player option. Um, pretty crazy, but I mean, the other sort of what there was that little bit about Denver also snagging a late first rounder from the Pacers, which I'm really enjoying. So the Nuggets send off the 2024 first rounder and the 40th pick in this one for the 29 and 32nd picks in this draft. It's pretty good. Don't mind this. Denver just going, all right, how do we keep building around the Joker with cheap young talent considering we've got three dudes on max contracts? We're a bit fact, but they're figuring it out. I kind of like it. Good on them. Uh, but otherwise, 
it's just a like sort of look to the future of like ah oh, right so we uh we have to pay a shit ton of money if we want to stay good huh <laughs> i mean you saw what christian brown christian braun christian brown and peyton watson what were they the 21 and 30 picks last year also step up so kind of handy but then of course you saw speaking of which the brad beal deal the beal deal that's right the brad beal deal that everyone had, you know, we're all hot and flustered over. And there's a couple of other sort of dudes being maneuvered in that. What was it? It was, uh, you had the other guys, right? Isaiah Todd, Jordan Goodwin, off to the Suns as well as Brad Beal. I mean, these are the sorts of dudes that you need to fill out that roster when you're so top-heavy roster. Uh, but other, anyway, look, it's kind of neat. And you'll see this... As it expands this deal, uh, the smart zinger. The extreme zinger meal. Deal where there's like the likes of Danilo Gallinari and uh, Moose Muscala, two blokes who were more than happy to play for the Boston Celtics and didn't get much uh, of a chance, especially Gallo. Grew up a Celtics fan, has talked at length about his uh, dad and he growing up, uh, loving Larry Bird. And the Celtics just knife in the back. Ask Aaron Baines all about that. Ask uh, Isaiah Thomas, just saying. Anyway, other little bit of news. Um, what, Mike Dunleavy is now the general manager there in Golden State. Good on him. And uh, we still don't know what's going to happen with Chris Paul, which is kind of fun. Anyway, uh, Fred Van Vliet, he's declined his option. He's going to be a free agent. That's going to be fascinating. God, he'd be good in a couple of good places, wouldn't he? But who knows? The Raptors could just bring you back on even more money. Uh, will Zion get traded? No one knows. Draymond's declined his player option, so he's going to be a free agent as well. He's out there tickling LeBron's nuts. Uh, James Harden, he's got until the 29th of June to decide on his player option as well for next year. Sounds like he's going to be back at the Sixers. Who knows? And uh, I know the Dame Domino is still waiting to fall. Kuzma has declined his player option. I don't know. Kuzma's going to love Houston. <laughs> Uh, Kuzma's definitely going to go back to uh, Washington on a shit ton of money because what's Kuzma really going to win you? Nothing. Uh, Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. picked up his 19, well, $18.5 million deal as well to stay with the Raps. And uh, I don't know, the Bruce Brown declined his player option. Makes sense. Good on him. Otherwise, let's talk about this Zinger deal. Extreme Zinger meal. The extreme Zinger meal. You reckon you can ask for a couple of uh, extreme Zinger meals if you're going to trade for the Zinger? Uh, no, this is fascinating because Washington, in the most absolutely perfectly Washington way, I absolutely love Washington and their approach in this because to trade your two best players for zero first-rounders, a handful of seconds, a couple of pick swaps that'll not matter, a backup point guard in Tyus Jones, Tyus Jones, Landry Shamit. And the ability to pay Chris Paul to not play for you. I mean, this is the most Washington shit you'll ever, ever see. This is the Wizards as a franchise. That's just what they do. They go, what's that? Oh, it's my dick. I better shoot myself in it time and time again. But look, you'll hear a bunch of dorks go, oh, well, at least they've decided on a course of action. I mean, you can also decide to fucking run your goddamn head into a brick wall time and time again doesn't make it smart but still look 
to get rid of the Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Brad Beal. And all you've got to show for it is like, oh, well, we're going to pay off Chris Paul. Awesome. You've done a great job. But this is really the most Wizards thing ever, isn't it? To just go into the absolute tank the year after a generational talent was the number one pick. Just every Wizards fan is going to be over the moon with this year. It's like, oh, but we had a great year. We got to watch Brad Beal and Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis do fuck all. (laughs) Great job, idiots. Just amazing, amazing work. Um, But really, the smart Zinger trade is fascinating on a couple of fronts, isn't it? Because, I mean, to grade it, Memphis, I'll give that an A. You get, oh, but Jim, they gave up two first to get Marcus Smart and Tyus Jones. Yeah, you got Smart for a shit first rounder and probably another shit first rounder and Tyus Jones, who's been handy, but let's be fucking honest. He's not exactly... He's not a defensive player to the uh, degree that Smart is. Smart gives you the veteran. You're basically doing a bit of consolidation, aren't you, if you're Memphis? You're like, yep, I've got a bunch of young dudes already. Uh, We're going to piss off Dylan Brooks because he fucking sucks, and we'll just replace him with Smart. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. And don't forget, you don't have Jar Morant for 25 games at the start of next season because he fucking just loves showing guns on Instagram. That's what he's addicted to. He's just like... I fucking love lighters. I love lighters in the shape of guns. I'm going to show it on Instagram. Please don't suspend me again. Oh, he's gone and done it. 25 games later. Anyway, but Smart becomes a really great sort of plug-and-play spot for Memphis. You love to see that. And then even when Jar gets back, you've got Smart. You've got Desmond Bean. And you have like an incredible three-guard rotation there. That's awesome. I absolutely love this. So... It just gives them like a sense of, I don't know, defensive capability that they probably didn't have. But like it's about a role of Smart and Bane out there as well as Triple J, Zaire Williams. I mean, it's just, it's just kind of fun. They've just got a couple of weird sort of aspects about what they do that can really fuck shit up. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, I do love this. So uh, good on Memphis. They get an eight. Boston. I also don't mind it for Boston. Seriously. The extreme thing, Emil. You didn't need another guard. Trading smart clearly hurts, but for all the arguments, like, oh, but now Boston don't have anybody to keep him in line and be the tough guy. Smart wasn't doing that anyway. They got completely out-toughed time and fucking time again by every sort of team. So now at least you go, fuck it, we'll roll the dice with a giant seven foot two Latvian. Maybe this will make the uh, Tatum and Brown combo just work in like a weird way uh, that it hasn't before. My big problem with this is like, who the fuck is going to pass the ball on this team? <laughs> like, Ibo Udoka unlocked Marcus Smart, which was awesome. And then Joey Muzz kind of locked him back up again. And that team didn't know what the fuck to do with the ball when they had it all the way through those playoffs time and time again. Jalen Brown can't dribble. He can't go left. Tatum's gotten better and better and better, but he's like a six foot fucking nine, six foot ten wing forward, biggish kind of dude. Do you want the ball in his hand the entire time? You thought you was Kobe. Um, but now it's just like, all right, this is the Derek White show. This is the El Presidente Malcolm Brogdon show. 
And this is the uh, the most overrated player in the NBA, Peyton Pritchard show. That's fine. That's fine. I actually don't mind this, though, because you just kick the fucking tires on Chris Depp's Porzingis. As long as you don't extend him. <laughs> like right now. He's had one good year. Good on him. He played some some games this year, and he wasn't bad, and we're doing fucking backflips. It's like, yeah, I think the response has been pretty nicely muted, though. He uh, averaged, what, 23 and 8 last year. Anytime you can give me a seven foot three dude that averages eight rebounds a game, color me fucking shocked and just go, mm, oh, I'm not that convinced. <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, yeesh. Anyway, um, but in terms of like the zinger, I actually just, I'm fascinated to see how this works. More than anything, I'm just fascinated. He played 65 games last year to the zinger. It's the most he's played since his second year with New York. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's also blowing my mind that the Zinger's been in the NBA for like, I don't know, not, was it, Jesus, eight years? Bloody hell. But he's only 27, so let's do it. Um, I'll give Boston a B plus just because I like the, ah, fuck it, we're going to change it somehow, so let's just do it. And that's what they did. They changed it up pretty dramatically, and now they have Chris Stapps for Zingers on their team. Supercharged Zingerburger. Meanwhile, Washington, they got played F. Seriously. Oh, well, he wouldn't have opted in anyway. Oh, yeah, cool. Point to me all the people who would have paid him in free agency. Washington, Indiana, the San Antonio Bandera Spurs, Charlotte. Like, really? What are we doing here? Um, So you got Tyus Jones in number 35. Really? For a bloke who could have... Oh, he could have walked anyway. Yeah, sure he would have. Anyway, I just am stunned that Michael Winger comes in goes, Nah, man, I'm going to clean house. It's like, you know you can get things in return. I know that Brad Beal had a no-trade clause and that wasn't your fault, but I still feel like you should at least get one first-rounder back. Oh, but Phoenix didn't have any to give. It's like, well, they should probably do something about that. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, but really, as I said, their two best players are gone now. They get zero first in return, a couple of pick swaps, a handful of seconds, giving Washington an F. Jamarad suspended for 25 games for showing off a gun again. But really, we all know what this is for. I can't believe you spit in my face. Adam Silver getting angry, just getting so angry at Jamarad. Like, if Ja Morant had have gotten his dick out in public, Adam Silver would not have been more angry. It would have been like, it's fine to get your wang out, but don't show me any guns! Okay, Adam. All right. Still. Um, otherwise, we're going to see a fucking cacophony of moves tomorrow. It's going to be gnarly. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun to try to track this. Chris Middleton, like, him declining his $40 million deal. Uh, this smacks to me of, like, uh, Milwaukee just going, all right, well, our next step is, hey, Giannis, do you want us to keep Chris? And if Giannis says yes, then they keep Chris Middleton. If Giannis goes, look, if you can get someone better, that's fine too. Then Milwaukee try that. I think they just bring him back on a longer deal. Probably at a slightly lower number, but it's going to be pretty fun. Otherwise, let's uh, finish off the show with a couple of, uh, well, we'll do the mock draft and then a quick couple of year nahs and outback take us and then we'll piss off because my foot's hurting. I need to go sit down and uh, 
I don't want to wait the squids. So let's body well get into it. The final, final, final. NBA Straya, Straya, Straya. Mocketh, mocketh, mocketh. Draft, draft, draft. Now this is basically just coming down to, I don't know, what I wrote in my column yesterday, <laughs> which has already changed a little bit, but I still think we're going, obviously, Wemby number one with San Antonio, obviously. Like, unbackable. The dude is going to be amazing. Everyone's like, oh, he's basically, if you combine Kevin Garnett and Kevin Durant, made him French and even taller. And you're like, Jesus, that's not bad. And you watch him and you're like, yeah, he's going to get clobbered for a couple of years. That's fine. He's going to be awesome. The dude is so talented. It's ridiculous. Uh, number two, MJ got negged by Brandon Miller uh, into taking him at number two, likely. Uh, Brandon Miller, I just worry about Miller and his supposed elite shooting, which just smacks of a little bit like of, uh, I don't know. He hasn't seemed that elite. <laughs> you know, it's been very much like, all right, he can get going when he needs to. And you have those moments of like, ah, oh, he could be Brandon Ingram or Jason Tatum, that sort of really big wing. And I'm like, ah, it's Charlotte. I just see too much Marvin Williams here. Atlanta's favorite, <laughs> you know? And it would be very fitting that Scoot Henderson looks ish, kind of Chris Pauly to a degree. And to a degree where you go, it would be very funny if someone took another Marvin Williams ahead of another Chris Paul. It would just be funny. I would have to just simply laugh and laugh. Anyway, uh, but look, number two, Miller's now like shortened absolutely dramatically to go number two in the draft. And so much of me just goes, you know what, Charlotte? You could probably finagle this where if you really want Brandon Miller, there's got to be some moving around here of like, can we? do we have to take him at two? Can we get him at three? Can we make a deal with Portland? What can we do? Just threaten more and more and more. Don't make it so obvious that you're going to take Brandon Miller. But either way, apparently he negged MJ and said, you're old, I love Paul George more than you. Your shit, fuck you, old man. Uh, and to be honest, that's just Michael Jordan going, and I respected that. <laughs> 100%. You love the competitiveness, sure. Uh, but Miller, number two. Number three, Scoot. Uh, I still am of the opinion that you should just trade Dame, move on, um, do what you can, trade Dame, work with him to figure out what you're going to do, and then just burn this to the ground. Take Scoot at three. Go, right, we're going Scoot. Shade and Sharp, Penny Simons, whatever we need to do. We'll find a big dude. Off we go. And skadoosh. Fascinating setup there in Portland, though. But Scoot is like a dollar twenty as well. So it feels like one, two, three. Wemby. Brandon Miller. Scoot. Number four. Now, this is my favorite. Like, right, what would you want to see mock draft, basically, right? Number four, Houston. They probably should take Jarace Walker, Jarris Walker. Local Houston Cougar. Loves the local Houston Cougars, no doubt. Uh, he's at $34, though, to go for now. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do like the fit. Uh, but it does feel like they're going to go Armin Thompson. He has that sort of... I don't know, that sort of weird vibe about him where you watch him, you watch his tape, and you go, yeah, 
He's got like the sort of Simo vibe. Doesn't quite have the shooting with the athleticism. Psycho. Kind of don't mind it. Mm, you are rolling the dice a little bit here, but Jalen Green, put him next to him. You go bang, off we go. It would be kind of sick. You know, he's pretty big. He's what, 6'6", six, six, so is his twin brother. And uh, I just kind of like it, where he's just the sort of defender, creator. Put him next to Jalen Green. Piss off the soup Nazi, Kevin Porter Jr. away you go. So give me Armand Thompson. But Jarrus Walker, Walker would be pretty fun there too. It would also be very funny if also, also Thompson went five. I feel like you got to take the Thompson twins back to back. So Detroit, don't let me down. Detroit should take Jarrus Walker, Jarrus Walker, if he's still there. Uh, but I've got a feeling they'll go also Thompson at five. It feels like Cam Whitmore, which is my pick the other day where it felt like a lock. And then they had another round of workouts and all that sort of trick out of that is that Whitmore just seemed like a massive dickhead and everyone fucking hated him. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> he's, he's very rapidly dropped out of the draft boards there, Jim. Uh, so also, I just want to see the Thompsons go back to back. I think it's really cool. Number six, that would be a pretty funny sort of position, right? Number six, where Orlando are like, ah, we already have a lot of young dudes. Can we either trade 6 and 11 to move up to 4 or 5? Or can we trade them both to piss them off and like get something else? But I sort of feel like they need a tough sort of big wing like Walker. He's at 850. Uh, I feel like the Thompson Twins will be gone at this point. Do they want another weird sort of backcourt scorer like Whitmore? Do they want a big wing like Taylor Hendricks? Do they want a shooter like the Dick Man? Not at six. Piss him off. I kind of feel like Taylor. Oh, Anthony Black should probably be the pick. But if Walker's still there, like I feel like it's tough to go past like a tough big dude. I don't know. So Anthony Black, I'm sort of just between he going six or eight, and Washington. It's just a bit weird. But I feel like Black is right there. He's bigger. He just sort of fits next to Palo Bancaro and Franz. Gives them an even sort of bigger guard sort of dude. I don't mind it. Oof. I think it's Anthony Black. Number seven, Indy. They would fucking flip if they could get Jarris Walker at seven. And I think that's who's there at this point. Um, it's just a bit of a tricky one, right? It's either, I'd say, Jarris Walker or Taylor, Jenk, uh, Taylor Hendricks. And that's where I'd probably go. I'd probably go with Jarris Walker. Just make that indie team a little bit tougher. I feel like I kind of just, the fit is kind of beautiful. Number eight, if uh, Anthony Black is gone, then I would just go, right, what are we doing here? Because uh, you sort of backed yourselves into a bit of a corner if you suddenly don't have Anthony Black. You'd have to go like someone like Taylor Hendricks or Cam Whitmore and just hope that they turn out fucking awesome at that point. Uh, number nine, they're in Utah. I've still, like, got a little bit of love in my heart for Bilal Kulabali. So I think if we go eight, let's go Cam Whitmore, fuck it, to uh, Washington. They might go, right, maybe this time we'll hit on a bigger kind of swing dude who can, you know, fill it up a little bit. What do you reckon? If either of the Thompsons are still there, if Black's still there, he goes as well. Um, I just don't know. Like, it feels like Whitmore, Kobe Bufkin. Like, Kobe Bufkin would also be the most... Washington pick here because he's got a name where it's like, oh, that's a cool name and then a dork name and you're like, 
<sighs> and he might just be like, I don't know, Delon Wright. And you're like, oof, that's that's not great. But either way. Um, number nine, what do we reckon there? Well, if we've given Whitmore at eight, let's go nine, Taylor Hendricks then, instead of Bilal Kulabali, which is where he should go. Ten, I mean, Derek Lively is just like the big dude, and Dallas like, we need a big dude. It's like, all right, cool. Whoever's left, maybe Kobe Bufkin, maybe Hendricks, maybe Koulibaly, but Lively seems likely at 11. And from then on out, it sort of gets a bit wonky, right? So I feel like uh, Kobe Bufkin probably goes 11, then maybe to the Magic, 12. Give me Bilal Koulibaly or maybe Keontae George, maybe another uh, sort of weird shootery kind of dude. That would actually kind of fit the Thunder a bit, wouldn't it? I could use just another gunner who actually seems like he might know what he's doing. Uh, you've also got Noah Clowney, the sort of big dude. He might end up as a bit of a Zion replacement there, though, in at number 14 uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. But I feel like the Pelicans need some more shooting. Give me Jordan Hawkins, I reckon, for the Pels. That'd be kind of fun. And then 15, Atlanta... Wouldn't mind a bit of Nick Smith. Give me a bit of Nick Smith Jr. Just a bit of a gun at 15. Fuck it. Or there is also, I don't know what, Jet Howard from Michigan. They could always use more wings on that fucking weird Atlanta team. Uh, But otherwise, there's like 15 picks. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a bit wonky. Grady Dick, I feel like he might still get in there. I just don't know, but oof. Do we end up picking somebody for Toronto? Maybe Grady Dick goes to Toronto. There you go. Done. <laughs> Checks out. All right. Let's do some quick yeah, nahs, and then uh, piss off right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys. This is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, some quick ENRs brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch. People. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, do it at nba slash shop or just click through on the socials. Off you go. Ah, uh, some quick yeah, nahs. Does the extreme zinger meal work in Boston? The extreme zinger meal. Yeah, nah. If there was a coach that wasn't Joey Muzz, I'd kind of like it. You know, to be like, ooh, some fun wrinkles. You can throw at some stuff. Some do some actual big high pick and rolls. A bloke who isn't Al Horford. He might actually hit some shots. This could be interesting. I feel like he can work. I just don't trust Joey Muzz. So I'm going to say nah. I think it's just like a hilarious sort of like, oh, he got injured. Jeez, what have we done? But I don't mind the swing for the fences, this kind of move. Like he gives him another rim protector uh, defensively. Doesn't really move out to the uh, perimeter all that well, but like if he can just get another sort of clear run at it health-wise this year, it does make them fucking wildly interesting. <laughs> I'll give them that. 
Because, I don't know, Boston continued to be pretty interesting, obviously, with Brown and Tatum and Co. But, goddamn, throw the zinger in the mix and off we go. Uh, Memphis got a steal. Yeah, nah. I mean, they gave up a bit to go and get Marcus Smart. But in terms of all the names that you'd be like, well, we need to replace 25 games worth of uh, Ja Morant. This is outside of Chris Paul. This is probably your best option. And now I sort of think about it, maybe Chris Paul would have been a better one (laughs) because he could at least hang out, tell Jar to pull his fucking head in and uh, not show off his fucking lighter guns. And away we go. But I kind of love it because you know that Marcus Smart's going to play with the world's biggest chip on his shoulder. That might work against them a little bit, though. Just keep an eye on that, Memphis. I'm just saying. But he is going to give them just such a great fucking feral edge in much the same way as the grit grit and grind Grizzlies had. Man, like Marcus Smart is just going to be fucking such a good fit for that team. Just think about it. If you have him in place of Dylan Brooks throughout last year, how much difference? How much different do you reckon that Memphis season looks? Way fucking different. Just saying. And all right, a couple of draft year nars. Is this draft overblown? Have we talked ourselves into a bunch of shit dudes? Yeah, nah. Look, I think Wemby and Scoot cover up a lot of problems in this draft. Like Jarris Walker, if you actually watched him. You're like, there's some pretty fucking big holes in his game anyway, right? Who doesn't love a bit of an undersized-ish kind of power forward? But, you know, you're like, oh, is he kind of Julius Randle? Is he OB Toppin? It's like, is he Paul Millsap? Nobody really knows, but I don't know. The Thompson Twins, it's like, great. They're fucking crazy athletic. They're both 20 and... Like, they were playing and basically bumped up AAU this season for overtime elite. Okay. How can they both not shoot? (laughs) Basically, I think what you're going to do is you're going to look at this draft in a couple of years' time and go, oh, that guy really popped. You know? It'll be be a bunch of that sort of stuff. You'll be like, wow, how did Taylor Hendricks end up as, like, the best player in that draft? It'll be like the Paul George draft, you know? Where it's like, wow, Paul George went that low? It's like, yeah. No one thought he was that good. Then he grew an extra bit. <laughs> and it was chaos. Um, it's like, how did Kawhi go so late? It's like, yeah, well, dude couldn't shoot either. So here you are. But like Paul George, you think about, what was that draft? That was John Wall, Evan Turner, Favors and stuff. Boogie. Like, how did Alfaruk Aminu go ahead of Paul George? You're like, well, he was a very weirdly shaped gentleman. So, yeah. Couldn't play basketball great either, though. Um, but I feel like that's what we're going to end up with looking at this draft, right? It's like, wow, how did that guy go so late? It's like, it's a lot of swings. And with swings comes a lot of misses, I feel, right? Where you look at the Thompson twins and you think, all right, cool. If they were just short of Ben Simmons's, great. But Taylor Hendricks could be unfucking real. Anthony Black, dude, could be an absolute chaos defender, but 
can he fucking like shoot? It's like Josh Giddy didn't shoot. Well, he did, but he didn't shoot great. He got better. Maybe Anthony Black gets better. Maybe he just turns into a slightly taller Markel Fultz. You know, that sort of vibe. Cam Whitmore. Grady Dick. Maybe just a couple of these. Maybe Kobe Bufkin. Nah, come on. We're not going with Kobe Bufkin. You've seen that dude. He looks too weird and he's got a weird last name. Uh, Jordan Hawkins might just turn into something. But basically what I'm saying is this, the more you sort of deep dig into this draft, you're like, yeah, there's some pretty interesting dudes here. But the depth of quality role players is kind of all it's really got going for it. Like, it seems like there's a low floor for a lot of these dudes, but not giant ceilings. So, essentially, that kind of leads me to the old, uh, the old uh, unpopular opinion of the day. Now, look at me, please. Look at me. 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 Uh, it's like one of the random sort of drafts where you're like, yeah, I feel like we can pump the brakes a little bit. Should be interesting. Like, Kaysen Wallace. Woo. All right. Noah Clowney. Jaime Hawkes, the other Murray. <laughs> Chris, as opposed to Keegan. James Naji, like just, it's a lot of odd names where you're like, eh, not really convinced there's a lot of great dudes, which kind of leads into the very, very nice and apropos our back take house. Let's do it. It's Thursday at our back, you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Here we go. Two for one. Bloomin' onions. Who the fuck put this on the menu? No Australian knows what the fuck these things are. What are... Are you trying to tell me it's some sort of flower, that it's an onion? Oh, fuck off, Tony Abbott. Jesus, you're a weirdo. Stop trying to put shit on my fucking menu. Well, I don't care that it's deep fried. Fuck off, idiot. Anyway, two for one. Only at Outback. And today's flame grill take is... Just watch Portland tomorrow go, actually, fuck it. Hey, New Orleans, here's the number three pick. Give us Zion Williamson. And Dame Lillard and Zion Williamson end up on the same league, on the same team together up there in Portland. Not only that, the Charlotte Hornets also go, you know what? Fuck this. We don't want number two. We don't want Brandon Miller. Hey, New Orleans, give us Brandon Ingram. And New Orleans go all in and get pick number two and three. And then take Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson in a hilarious twist of fate. Only at Outback. Uh, That and the Thompson Twins go back-to-back as some of my favourite vibes. Either way, uh, that's it for today. That's it for today's show. Uh, We'll we'll jump on and do a live stream at the start of the draft. Uh, We'll sort of just follow along. There'll be no doubt a bunch of trades and shit just before it all happens. Uh, So we'll catch you all up on that tomorrow morning. yeah, which is good. Hopefully my foot's feeling fucking better. That is a pain in the ass. Well, a pain in the foot, as it really were. Either way, uh, should be good. So remember, I think what we have, we had Wemby, Brandon Miller, Scoot, Amen, then Orsar Thompson. Uh, I think we had Anthony Black go six, seven, Jarris Walker, eight. I believe we went with Cam Whitmore, so it meant nine. Taylor Hendricks went to Utah, ten. You just go fucking Derek Lively, why not? Kobe Bufkin, Grady Dick, I think ended up in Toronto in this one. We gave Bilal Kula Bali, we gave, he off. He went off and we had Noah Clowney, I think, to uh, New Orleans, all the good stuff. Either way, uh, we'll be doing a massive, massive show tomorrow 
live across all the NBA Australia socials. So, should be good. Uh, my favorite pick and bet for the entire thing is probably Anthony Black's draft position under eight and a half. It's just like, yeah, I think that's locked away. And Bilal Koulibaly, under 11 and a half as well. I don't mind. I think he just slips in there at 11. I think Orlando might roll a dice. 11 is a fascinating spot for uh, Orlando as well, isn't it? So we'll see what happens there. Keontae George, uh, I think under 13 and a half for him. is pretty good as well. And Jordan Hawkins, under 14 and a half. I reckon he might just slip in there. Should be pretty good. Uh, Jarris Walker, over six and a half now. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Just saying. Cam Whitmore, his over under. Where is that one? I had that up. Anyway, if it's over five and a half, so I think it's now off the board. But either way, that would have been pretty funny. Right, we'll be doing all that live for you tomorrow morning at the draft. Going to be sick. Uh, so follow NBA show on Twitter, face the IG. We'll be across all of them live with a live stream for the NBA draft. Uh, check out NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. Check me out on Cobet Daily with my muckers there, Alex and Stats Guy, uh, every day. Get around nbastro.com slash shop and get your merch, get your merch. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go on, I don't ask for much, do I? Rate, review it, star it, comment, do whatever you have to do. Uh, big, do it for my birthday, come on. You're a mate, Jim's getting old. <laughs> big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule and so do House Hats. Go check out their album, Running Out of Time. And Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmine, Dramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Shadow, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on the band camp, Triple J Earth, Face Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. I can't wait for the draft. Look, I did sort of go, oh, it's not great, but fuck, how the draft is the most fun. So we'll see you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, late hosen.